Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O And I just turned around and I pulled ass out of there. I was, I was done. I wasn't dealing with that. The hypocrisy of the cult is one of the things that turned me away the quickest. When I turned my headlights on, it turned and looked at us. And one of the things I remember the most were the eyes were glowing red. I see an orb of light. It is just circling these steps like it is waiting for me. And he begins to tell them uh, that he saw a UFO. They're basically like, what are you talking about? That's seven foot up on a tree, peeking around it. And that's where I saw the top of the muzzle, nose, and the eyes. As soon as I made eye contact with this thing, it felt like death. Hello, Foil Fanatics, and welcome back to another new episode of 10 Foil Tells. I'm your host, Brandon. Tonight, we're going to be joined by my guest, Kim. Kim is a hypnotist, and she's had some channeled memories that she had from reoccurring dreams, which kind of led her down this path. A little bit of a background of that, but before we bring her on, we got some front-end business to discuss. If you ever had an experience or an encounter or a story you just want to share, you can always reach out to 10 Podcast at gmail.com, and we will get you scheduled for a future episode. If you want to help the podcast grow, just share it around. Word of mouth is the best way of getting the podcast out there. Share it on your social medias, whatever it is you got to do. If you really want to help the podcast financially, there is a donate button you can find within the show notes. There's also a Patreon you can join. The Patreon will give you early access to episodes with ad-free content. I would definitely look into the Patreon. I recently wrote a book called Shadows of Cedarville. It is available on Amazon and all fine retailers out there. Make sure to follow all the social medias. Facebook, Instagram is where I'm most active. I do have an X too, but don't really use that often. If you listen to us on Spotify or YouTube or whatever, just know that you can also listen on other streaming platforms as well. Just whatever you prefer, we're available on all different streaming platforms. I think now we're going to bring Kim on, so hope you guys enjoy the conversation. I'm definitely looking forward into getting into the nitty-gritty on the whole aspect of hypnosis. I've always been a little leery about it, but could be eye-opening. Hope it is for you guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'd like to take this time to welcome my guest tonight, Kim. Kim, thanks for coming on here and talking with me. Hi, nice. Nice to meet you. Nice to be here. Yep. My pleasure. Definitely nice to meet you. So a little bit about yourself. So uh, I am a quantum healing hypnosis practitioner. So what I do is past life regression. So these help people get to um, unresolved trauma, you know, just things that keep coming up in their life. Some people just do it just out of curiosity. For most people, it's because there's something, something in them that makes them want to know that there's something more. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, I understand. Basically, I've had a lot of people on here that go through hypnosis for regressed memories and everything. So this is something that does fall in line with some of the topics we've talked about, usually with people with abductions. Yes. So that gets me to the second part, which is how I came into doing it. So I was having some um, just odd flashes of memories that weren't my memories. They would be from eras that were, you know, weren't possibly things that I had been alive through, but it was the same thing over and over. Um, I had a reoccurring dream that was just, you know, the same dream over and over and over. And I just could not place where these things were coming from. So in doing some research and, you know, going kind of through that dark night of the soul um, thing that so many of us do in spiritual growth, um, I came to find hypnosis and I thought, oh, that's going to be the ticket for me. You know, that's going to be where I'm going to get my answer. But I'm also a very A-type personality, so I wasn't going to just give myself over to it, I guess, without knowing and doing my due diligence. So I decided I was going to have to, you know, take the course, learn how to do it, kind of peek behind that whole curtain before I was going to, you know, let somebody into my mind, so to speak, which I think is what a lot of people think about hypnosis, that somebody is going to be into your mind and, you know, digging through deep, dark memories or, you know, having you cluck like a chicken or give up information that you don't want to give up. And those things can be further from the truth and reality. I have had my own, I guess, uh, fears when it comes to hypnosis too. And it's not that I'm skeptical of it. I am to a degree, but like, I've always thought that too. I was like, sometimes what if the person that's hypnosing you is, uh, they're not intentionally giving you readings or whatever, like, but they're almost implanting memories that didn't exactly happen just by the, some of the things they're talking about. Does that seem, is that something that's possible? It is possible. Um, planting memories is definitely something that, you know, can be done. Um, that's why things like this aren't admissible in court because, you know, there's, there's no proof, you know, there's no flat, hard evidence. However, when you do something like this, you're more of a interviewer. So the person coming in for the hypnosis already has a spot list of questions that they want asked. Um, so we're going to get to those questions through this hypnosis session. They're going to go to a past life or two, and then we're going to get to the high self portion, which is this next level of, you know, consciousness or um, almost like where the Akashic records and all those things come into play. This is where you're going to access that information. Then we're going to get the answers to why they were showing these lives, um, what it has to do with their life today, and answer these questions. But the most important thing is they're hearing those answers in their own voice. All of these things are, you know, taped or recorded, not necessarily taped anymore, but recorded so, you know, they can hear it back later in their own words. And I think that has such a profound effect on somebody when you have been searching for answers to something and there you have it right out of your own mouth. I think like I said, you know, you mentioned you can't use it in court and everything. I don't know how hypnosis works in the sense that I've never been hypnotized. 
And that's why I've kind of been skeptical of it because I know I've heard commercials of this mass hypnosis, people that make you go and quit smoking or they make you lose weight from these. I don't know if I buy into some of that. Is that, that sometimes I just question, like I hear it on the radio, they're advertising, like come to this person's session or whatever and stop smoking. And it seems almost like they're just trying to make money off people by convincing them that they hypnotize them to stop doing stuff like that. I think that's what gives off some red flags to a lot of people when it comes to hypnosis. Right. It makes it sound like it's, uh, you know, like Nick medicine, like we're going to give you this magic phrase and you're going to hear it 10 times and you're suddenly going to quit smoking, quit going to McDonald's, you know, take up jogging, all these things. It's not like that. What you can do in that state is put the suggestion, you know, that you want to quit smoking. So you're going to look for better ways to improve on doing that. You're going to smoke less and this is how you're going to do it. You're going to take away, you know, the urge for smoking and replace it with something else. But really it's all, you know, just really changing those habit forming patterns and trying to rewire them. At the same time, those places usually, you know, repetition is everything. So if those people continue to keep hearing that same message, it can have a profound effect on them. You know, like anything, most people do something a time, two, three, and then they kind of give up on it. If it didn't work, you know, after day three, then suddenly it didn't work at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't really give it the chance to work because it, it isn't a instant success rate right off the bat. They don't leave that hypnosis session and never smoke again. Yeah. I feel like that's what at least the advertisements I've heard is that almost is what they're preaching to everyone on these commercials is never smoke again, lose weight. I was like, to me, it sounds way too good to be true. Like you can't go there and all of a sudden you walk out of the place and you never want a cigarette again. Absolutely. And like anything, if you don't truly want it, it's not going to happen. You know, if you truly are looking for something and you think this is going to be the answer and all you have to do is listen, that's great. But you have to commit to actually listening, which not only means, you know, listening with your ears, but listening with your mind, your soul, your heart, making sure that what you're hearing is resonating on, you know, just more than one cue. It's not just an audio cue. You're feeling it. You know, it's vibing within you and you feel it to be true what you're hearing. I've always wondered, how does someone know they're hypnotized? Like, I like the with me not ever being hypnotized or anything like that. How would, how does someone body do that? Is it almost like a sleeping state, or are they still awake and they're just out of consciousness? Like, I, I don't understand how that works. So they have the different states of awareness, um, just like in your sleep state. The theta state is where we really do the most of our work in hypnosis. That's a really ultra deep um, state. You can get there numerous ways. You can get there um, meditational, get you to that state. Uh, binaural beats or you know anything like that can help get you to that state. Hypnosis is just another way of getting you to that altered state of consciousness to um, access what we're looking for. So you might not necessarily know that you are hypnotized. You know, there's you know, the greatest hypnotizer ever is the television, right? And how many kids do you see sitting absolutely in front of it, paying no attention to the world going on around them because they're so locked into that screen in front of them. And now we do the same things with our laptops, with our, you know, any screen, the telephone. 
you know, we've really become desensitized to the world around us and more hypnotized by the things in front of us. So in that way, it's the same, it's the same type of thing. You'll notice that suddenly, you know, you've just kind of been not in your current state, you know, and you're kind of come, it's like daydreaming. Then when you're back and you've had this little trip and you're not quite sure what happened, you know, around you in that time, but now you're back and everything seems fine. It's kind of like that. It's, it's that really deep, deep state, but at the same time, you can be talked to and, you know, you can pull this information. You ha- can have this conversation. So it's not necessarily a sleep state. It's this um, heightened awareness, getting into this information that you can tap into, which comes back to, you know, energy and resonance and, you know, anything else, any, any form of spirituality. So be it religion, um, psychics, tarot, anything like that, it's all feeding off of some frequency, some knowing, tapping into something that you can't necessarily see, but you have a sense of it. You can have a feel of it. You know, not everybody is going to see things, feel things, hear things, or sense things the same way. People are going to interpret those things in a multitude of ways. So, you know, what works for one person isn't going to work for the next person. Yeah. I guess, like, when I see things like this, when I hear about things like this, you mentioned frequencies. I, everyone has, like, every existence, there's a frequency that goes through here. And if you're able to tap into that, I actually just had an episode, I think it's the one that came out yesterday. Someone's consciousness, he's able to, he says, like, transverse through the astral plane. It's, it's, that's like a state of mind. It's almost like journeying through when you're sleeping or whatever. Is that almost to an extent sort of the same thing when someone's hypnotized? Or is that something you think is completely different? I think they're trying it. The astral plane is where you can, you can go to um, experience all those things, the astral plane. And I did listen to that interview and I heard him kept keep saying that he couldn't um, withstand that energy for very long. He could only be there a short amount of time. And he'd be back into, you know, his body and back out of the experience. So it is very much so in the same vein of that type of thing. The The difference is with hypnosis, you have somebody there that's helping you, that's watching your physical cues, that's, you know, able to get you back into a frequency maybe if you start to come out of it by changing the tone, by changing, you know, the cadence of your speech, um, by giving cues that you've worked into. If it's somebody that um, has had more than one session and you have a rapport with, you can revisit things over and over again and see them from different points of view or ask for clarification on them. I have what's called um, a spiritual partner, and we work together as much as we possibly can. And we met because he was having a hypnosis session um, because he'd gone through a uh, organ transplant right through the COVID era. So he had dealt with hypnosis as a way of getting through that stage of life without being able to use any sort of medication and being in a very stressful time and all of those things. After the fact now, we're working together. We've seen why some of these things have happened in his life over and over and the choices that he's made 
and previous lives and the choices he would make in this life and how they're very similar. So, again, when you're on an astral plane, sorry, I'm kind of jumping around. You're on an astral plane, you can access all of this information and see it from different points of view. I'm just there as the guide to help interpret interpret and guide you to the answers that you're looking for. When you mention other lives, like past lives and everything, it makes me think of a simulation to an extent. Like we're basically in a simulated world, like we die almost like a video game and then you respawn and you're doing this something else. I don't know how else to describe it, but every time someone has talked about like past life experiences and everything, like we we come back into a different form, it makes me wonder, I was like, it's almost as if where we're at now, we're placed here, and I'm not trying to go down like a religious vibe or anything like that, but it's almost like, what is, what? why are we here to continue to live on as different people? Like our energy moves to someone else and it just continues on and on and we have these past lives and we were have past memories it's weird to me to try and understand that just because like i said i relate it back to almost like the whole video game thing like i grew up as a video game nerd so i played video games i'd die i'd respawn somewhere else and go on again is that like is that something that you see it that way is it's almost like we're here like there's a great design and we've just been placed here yes you're exactly right we go through this video game. We know we set up our character before we come in. We know what the storylines and plots are going to be. And then how we get through them is how our life lays out. Just like in a video game, you have to level up, right? You have to learn the lessons of the game and level up to the next level. That's what we've done through all of these reincarnations is we've learned lessons, brought them forward into the next life, learned this set of lessons, into the next light, into the next light, into the next light. Eventually, you're going to get to a spot where you're going to say, you know, your soul has evolved so far, and now you're here either because you're doing something, whether it's, you know, in service to help other people ascend and, you know, kind of level up to the next realms, you know, or you're, you're working on it. So, you know, we're in this 3D life. Everything is very emotional, material. Once you realize that there's spirituality and you can want to evolve up out of this kind of 3D life, that's really 4D is that that awareness and that desire to transcend this 3D life and not get stuck in the muck and mire of the everyday shit show life that we live in, right? Nobody wants to think that our whole life is supposed to be work 40 plus hours, scrimp, save, and hope to retire someday, right? I mean, that... That's the dream. Yeah, that's the... It's just all second. People, that's, you know, that was part of my thing. I cannot stand this. I do not want to go through this anymore. Like, I don't want to keep doing this, like, Groundhog's Day thing over and over again. How does your soul evolve? And that was another whole, you know, side quest when I was going through this and needing these answers was how does your soul evolve? How do you get from, you know, being an everyday person to being an enlightened being? Yeah. Now you said you had these memories. Were they 
I don't know like how far in depth you want to go with it, but like what type of memories were these that made you really start to go on this journey? So I had this reoccurring dream. Um, I was born in California in the early seventies and I had had this dream since, you know, before we left California, you know, California now it's about five years old. So I'd been having this dream a long time, but I can see these lights out my bedroom window. And this was, you know, I'm less than five years old having this dream. And in my dream, it looks like a um, station wagon flying in the air because it's got these lights on it. And I have the sense that the tailgate can come down. So that's my, my visual remembrance of this dream. Now, I can remember also in this dream that you get to the spot and there's like no gravity. Um, I sense that there's almost like a surgical suite where they can watch you from above and you can float because there's no gravity, but if you get close to the ceiling or the sides, you kind of feel this electric hum and vibration. And again, you have the sense that if you touch it, you would get shocked. I don't think that happened, but you just get that sense of it. So it was just this recurring dream over and over again. I would have this dream and we moved to Michigan and I would have this dream again and over and over and over. And, you know, at one point I was, had the dream and there was somebody else in the dream, in the dream now. And they were trying to get me to convey something to her to get her to understand that it was okay. This was just, you know, an experiment. They weren't going to hurt anybody. You know, everything was fine. They just want you to do this thing. But, you know, I could not convey that to her. And then I was back, you know, out of the dream. But it was just this constant cycle of this something outside my window up in the sky. And then being in this zero gravity type place. Very uh, surgical and clean, but not anybody else there with me other than that one other instance. But just that dream or, you know, that secondary dream over and over and over. Yeah. I've had weird dreams. And it's not the same one completely all the time. But I've had similar dreams and I haven't had them for a while. The one thing I do have a lot of is deja vu. And every time it happens, I always get like a weird, almost like a punch in the gut feeling. It says it happens, it's like, ugh. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, my body just reacts strangely to it. That happens a lot. And I don't know if that's connected to the same thing or not. I've talked to someone else before about deja vu, and it's very weird for me because, again, I don't know why I get it so often, but I feel like as soon as I do, it makes my whole body queasy. It's strange. So, yeah, deja vu is that sense of, you know, you've been there before, you've done this before. You know, what... What are you supposed to do different this time? You know, what's the message that didn't come through or what's the lesson that you didn't learn? You know, I get that because that happens a lot. And it's like, why am I having to, you know, why am I going through this again? And then it does, it puts you on edge because you're, you already feel like you've missed something or you should be hyper aware because something's coming. Yeah. So mine is just always... It feels like it just happened like recently. I was having a conversation with my wife about something not even of importance. And then I just remembered, I was like, I've seen this play out. I, as soon as she says something, I'm like, I've already been here. I've seen this before. 
and it's like I see it from like a third person perspective. Like I see her and I there. It's strange. It's almost like I'm watching myself on TV. Like a memory pops in my head that I've seen this show before. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. That's very, you know, that's one, absolutely, that's one of those things that you know, are you in that moment? Have you been in that moment before? And are you viewing it from a different perspective this time? You know, is that why you're seeing it from that different vantage point? So, you know, they say that um, intuition is the body and mind's best work because it's it's two things coming together and working as it absolutely should. And we so often ignore our instinct or our gut instinct or that that gut punch and, you know, we kind of sweep it away because we're almost afraid to, you know, pick at it. What, what does that mean? Why do I feel that way? We really, you know, it's the fear of the unknown. Do we really want to know or do we not really want to know? Yeah. Now, when you started having yours and you started going in further into it, how did you get into the whole hypnosis side of it? So I decided that it's, you know, I wanted to have this hypnosis session, but again, I had to know, <laughs> I had to know how it worked from start to finish because I really wasn't going to just walk blindly into something. So I decided I was going to take a class, which I did, loved it. And the information alone is so interesting. So I did the whole class. I decided I was going to have my session, had my session, um, I didn't have like the two consecutive past lives. I went to one past life and it was, you know, like in the Egyptian times. And I just saw things from like the vantage point of an Anubis almost, where I was just looking through the eyes of something, just there to see it be built, overseeing it. There, It wasn't like a family existence place. It was like you had a job to do, you were there, and then you were just out of it. But what I got after that, when they moved me on to the next part, the next life, or to the high self, was I had this space in between. And I felt like it was, you know, I guess if you were religious or Catholic, you would call it purgatory. It's an in-between space. And in the space, I felt like I was drawn to the wall. And you're kind of stuck there until it just absorbs all the negative out of you, all of the bad things before you can go on to the next. It's like you're just clinging into this in-between space until you process all of the baggage in that life before you move to the next spot. And coming full circle, I've seen that on this side of it from being the guide and they call that an energy scale because you're not going to contaminate the next level. You know, you don't want to bring the contamination of that life or, you know, unresolved issues of that soul up to the next realm or up to the next, you know, 
level up. So you have to resolve them and get through them. So when I came back out of that hypnosis session, I had a really good understanding, I guess, of, you know, some things you just have to go through. It is what gets you from point A to B. And, you know, the most the most life-changing path isn't necessarily going to be the easiest path. In fact, it hardly is ever the easiest path. So when we're looking for things to satisfy these questions that we have of our existence and of our spirituality, you know, you have to go through all of these different avenues to find something that suits you. I had gone, you know, church was not for me. I was not a religious person. And that really rang true to me. I found a lot of it very hypocritical and it just didn't rain for me. Um, again, tarot, been to tarot readers, all of those things. Had great readings from all of those things, but still had not really found the answers I was looking for. Did my session, kind of got the answers I was looking for and then decided I could do this and help people get through issues that they're still clinging to, whether it be from past lives, whether it be from this life, whether it's illness, whether, you know, whatever the issue is, you can get through it if you truly want to. PTSD, anything like that, but you have to work at it. On the other side of that, there's this whole other realm that I'm just beginning to explore, which is doing energy work in this realm with my my spiritual um, partner, who is what we call the facilitator, and I'm the guy who goes into the hypnosis or the trance, and um, I guide him to where he needs to be, and we literally go through questions, and when he comes out of it, he really doesn't have any idea of what I've asked. All that he can remember is the energy that's come through him and what the color was, what the um, feeling that radiated from that was, and anything like that, but the actual, the actual questioning that's going on, he has no recollection of. I find it, trying to think of how to say it, I find it odd, again, that we can, we have the ability to do this, and a lot of people think it's like a pseudoscience, and they don't accept it, and they don't believe into it. And again, I've been, I admit, I've been skeptical towards it as well, because I've never experienced it myself, but I'm skeptical to a lot of the things that I've personally seen and encountered myself. I try and rationalize it off as got to be something different. That's just my mentality. So it's weird to try and process the fact that we have these abilities, but for some reason we're so dumbed down by technology and everything else that it's almost like they don't want us to know we have these abilities and be able to do the things that our minds will let us do. That's absolutely correct. Because if you can change your point of view, if you can change your health, if you can change, you know, any of these things about yourself and it's not going to cost you anything more than, you know, surrendering yourself to having a discussion that maybe you're going to remember and maybe you're not on the other side of it, you know, that takes a lot of, a lot of things out of the equation. The government's been doing studies into, you know, remote viewing and hypnosis and 
you know, all of that for ages. So it's nothing new. They absolutely know it's there. They you, you they have used it. They do use it. And ultimately, that's why they don't want us to use it because God forbid we have the same knowledge and access to things that they do. Yeah. I feel like if everyone was able to use their own mind in the sense that we have the capabilities to, there would be a lot different world we live in. And I don't think anyone in sort of power or control would want us to have that sort of freedom. It's definitely not something that uh, they want. I don't know. And I don't know who they are. I'd say they vaguely, but I think uh, there's a lot more going on than more than meets the eye, I guess. Absolutely. Yes. What we, what we see is, you know, maybe 1% of what they, what they will allow us to see. There's so much that we're just, you're absolutely right. We're, it's not available. You can't search for the information. Um, they give you all kinds of things that are food, things in our vaccine, things in the air, things in the drinking water, all of these things to keep us dumbed down and on the, you know, big pharma wheel. It, it's everything but looking within ourselves. You know, they never, ever tell you it's within you to change you, ever. It's always at their discretion how much you change. If someone were to want to experience this for themselves, how would they go about doing that in the best and safest way possible? So if you want to have a genuine QHHD experience, you can go on their website and there will be, you can narrow it down to your area and find a practitioner that way. Um, hypnosis in general, lots of therapists are doing it now. You know, a quick search and you can find anybody in your area and they'll have their certification on there. Um, I'm a level one QHHD, but I honestly don't do this as a job, I only do this to help people. I don't charge for this. This is just something I'm due for the people that truly need it, for the people that have that desire to find out the answers to the questions, you know, that keep going on and on and on. And that, I think that's the way it should be. If you have a good give and take of energy, you know, that's not saying that I'm not getting anything out of the experience, being able to, you know, have the unlimited access to this higher knowledge is amazing and to be able to ask questions and to see the effect that it has on people's lives is an amazing, amazing thing. I've kind of been to an extent where I've put it towards people that have mentioned hypnosis. I don't say it's a good idea or a bad idea, but I tell people to be cautious because sometimes they might not want to know you know what I mean? Like they, they, they dig too deep into memories. They might get a memory that they're not really wanting to know because I think some people have traumatic events and they've turned them into other stories or other things to cover up what really happened traumatically. And then if you start digging into it and bring up the actual events of what really went on, it caused them to have these different type of experiences or something that they thought they've happened and it wasn't really that. I think it could be more difficult for them in the long run because now they have to deal with the real reality of what really happened. Your subconscious mind won't give you more than what you can handle. So if you go into something like that and you're 
you're just not prepared to deal with the full scope of it, it's going to give it to you in little, little, little chunks is how you can get there. So it's never going to give you more than what you can handle. Um, and the flip side of that is when you're in that space and you're experiencing those truths, you get to see it from an emotionally detached vantage point. You don't have to experience the emotion with it. You can process it. You can deal with it. You can, you know, let that trauma, that energy go. You can heal it all right then. You do not necessarily have to relive those emotions over. You're going to feel it differently on the other side of it. It's not going to cure it. It's not a, you know, a memory wipe by any means. It's just help. It's helping deal with that emotional trauma and releasing the emotion from it so you can feel the trauma. Al, have you ever had anyone, and I bring this up because I've talked to a lot of people that's done this, but they use hypnosis to bring up their abduction encounters with they believe to be space aliens or things like that. Is that something that you've ever dealt with yourself? I have not had any of those. I wish, <laughs> you know, I I kind of hope that I do someday because there's a line of questioning that I haven't been able to go down. You know, there's a, a whole other rabbit hole there. So I would love to have something like that come up. I have listened to a lot of them, um, but I've never actually had a session where I've been in on it and been part of it. No. I've always been curious, and that's kind of where I went with the whole traumatic events. And I'm not trying to discredit anyone's events that they've happened or their traumatic experience or anything like that. But sometimes I've wondered with my skepticism that I know they 100% believe they're abducted and by aliens and all this stuff happened with aliens. Like, But wonder if something else didn't happen in their childhood and this was the only way that their mind could process it. So it became a monster or an alien or whatever, when really it was something else. Because I know the mind, especially at a younger age, is hard to process what really goes on, and we tend to change things just so we can understand it better, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And a lot of people who do have those um, abduction memories usually will have a screen memory, so they're not necessarily remembering a alien. They're remembering you know, bright lights in a car or a, a big bird came down on the road or something like that. They're not necessarily remembering the true aspect of it to begin with. You know, those things they might get into later. I do think that a lot of people do have um, false memories or, like you said, maybe they're hopeful that it's something like that because they just have this weird feeling. Again, when I had mine because I wanted to know where those you know, memories and those flashes were coming from. I got, well, you're a guide and, you know, you haven't had all of these lives necessarily. This was a good way for you to see glimpses and get that experience in your soul. You, it, so I, I took that as like, it's just a quick little glimpse and a hop. It's almost like that, that glimpse that I keep getting is associated with some sort of energy or something like that. And that's why I get that that glimpse with it at that time. Like it's reoccurring all the time. Different glimpses and you know, the reoccurring dreams. I'm I'm assuming now they're associated with a certain type of energy. And that's just how I associate it is with that visual remembrance of it. Yeah. 
again, that's, this is all new to me. Like I said, when I come to hypnosis, for the most part, I've always remained distant towards it just because I never really trusted it. Just because the only thing I've known from it, I've, like I said, I've heard commercials, I've seen it on TV shows or stuff like that. And I've always been hesitant to dive into that reality just because I don't want to know certain things. Like, I don't really feel like I have any traumatic histories or anything past life experiences that I'm aware of that I think have any sort of impact physically on me. But I'm the type of person that I don't, it's weird. I do a podcast about all sorts of stuff. I've had my own weird experiences, but I'm not one to go and rock the cradle or rock the boat or whatever the term is. Like, I'm happy being, necessarily. (laughs) I'm happy being naive, I guess. When it comes to my own stuff, other people's stuff, I'm curious about. When it comes to my own personal stuff, I don't want to mess with it. Yeah. And a lot of people are that way. Absolutely. But, well, I do appreciate you coming on here. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to discuss, but I think we've covered a decent amount for anyone that's been curious about this hypnosis phenomenon. Yeah, I think we covered a good gamut of it. Um, I'm on Facebook at Quantum Curiosity. Email is quantum curiosity at Yahoo. So any questions, anything like that, I love to hear people's, you know, anything that they've got on their mind that they want to kind of work through. I'm glad to hear it, work through it with them, you know, chat over Zoom and help any way I can. That is what I was going to ask. Do you do this remotely for anyone? Like, do they have to be in person for this or can it be done remotely? Nope, you can do anything remotely. Everything, you know, it's all, it's just listening to my voice. So, you know, you can sit in my chair in front of me with your eyes closed or you can sit on the other end of your computer with your eyes closed. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> no. And, you know, you can send um, MP3s and audio messages that have meditations in them so it gets them used to getting into that, that state by listening to my voice. And those are all cues that get you ready and, you know, it's just like training. You just get into that state and you know you're going to listen to it and it's going to put your brain waves where they need to be so you can open to the material that's going to come in. Yeah. Now that's cool. I will make sure to include all of your information in the show notes so if anyone out there listening would like to reach out to you, they can just go to the notes and should bring you right to you. Great. Again, I appreciate you coming on here and talking with me tonight. Remember, the truth lies in the stories we share, the connections we make. Stay curious, stay open-minded. Thank you all for joining us on this journey, and until next time, keep questioning, keep seeking, and keep exploring the unknown. Good night, everyone.